the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast, the podcast for mental grit and resilience. Hosted by V. Binga and Tim Ganley. Hello, this is Tim. And this is V. And we welcome you to another episode of the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast. This episode is part two of the biohacking series with Zach, and today we're going to talk about your favorite and our favorite, cold showers. Stay tuned, we'll be right back. And we're back with Zach from the Biohack Lab, and again, your name is, and where do you I, my name is Zach Lowenstein. I work at Biohack Studios, downtown St. Petersburg, Florida, and I am totally invested into the world of bio-optimization and biohacking. Sweet. And biohacking actually is a term that we've always used in Ayurveda mm-hmm. uh, because biohacking is literally what Ayurveda does. And what your studio does is actually now bringing the science, bringing the equipment in that People, when we would talk to them years ago, would say, really? Uh, now you're, you're proving everything that Ayurveda said, everything that Greek medicine talked about, everything that Chinese medicine talked about. All the ancient history is now being proven through biohacking. Absolutely. Yeah. Biohacking sounds so much better than Ayurveda <laughs> to, to most people. So what? <laughs> I know. Or trendy. Uh-huh. Aveda? Aveda, they think it's for hair. Oh, yeah. hair? Yeah. 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 But the, the Aveda was designed Actually, by somebody that practiced Ayurveda. Yes. So. That's why it has the concept of the five elements. Mm. So, yeah. So, with that, I want to talk today about water and more important, cold water. And I know I'm going to jump with UV first is what does Ayurveda and Greek medicine and ancient uh, yeah. stuff talk about cold water? Well, you want to, so cold water is a very significant part of your environment, right? And the whole concept of uh, at least Ayurveda is you always want to be able to adapt to whatever your environment offers you. So say when Ayurveda was first documented, say 500 AD in India, they, they were exposed to the elements a lot more, right? To both cold and hot. And they didn't have heaters. Exactly, and, yeah. exactly. So, and uh, actually Ayurveda's concept is very primitive. Say, if you have an issue of too much heat in your body, which that would be inflammation, mm-hmm. you want to apply the opposite. Mm-hmm. It, it's so basic, but so powerful. So you would address inflammation, because they were talking about inflammation, with application of cold, and especially cold water, mm-hmm. because water has a lot of the other properties. And that's why in ancient Greece, right, they were, do, they were considering, um, they had cold pools. Yep. Uh, uh, it can we get went, very cold yep. in ancient Greece. Yes, because <laughs> uh, we went to uh, one of the ancient, and actually I, we did a little video on it, yeah. about how uh, it, it was like literally the first uh, training studio. Yeah, uh, Aristotle. So Aristotle, because yeah. that's where he 
trained people. Uh -huh. And it had a, an area for cold baths, it had an area for saunas, yeah. it had an area for carrying uh, rocks. big rocks, <laughs> Sounds great. Uh, Sounds kettlebells, fun. all of those amazing. things were done and, uh, in that area. And I'm sure there was some form of other equipment yep. for becoming a great athlete, a yeah. great fighter, a great whatever mm -hmm. needed to be at that time. So I know that even in ancient Greece, they mm -hmm. had that uh, concept of cold water. And people would use it uh, yeah. quite often. Yeah. So now with that, you have something really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, can you explain what yours is, what it's called, and what it does? So ours is very technical. It's called the cold tub. Wow. It's basically, it's basically. That's a scientific term. Yeah, super scientific. Um, basically, it's just a large chest filled with water that is maintained around 40 degrees, 40, 42 degrees. And you, you submerge yourself for anywhere from 3 to 15 minutes. Okay. And it does as advertised. It gets you very cold, um, which is great because when you are exercising, you're producing heat. You're producing inflammation. So mm -hmm. just like with Ayurveda, to cool down the body, you have to apply something that counters the heat, which is cold water. Now, it's because uh, we've seen it, it looked basically like a, a, a horse trough, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, you with the nice lid and stuff, and you said it was salt water? Yeah, okay. salt water. So it's salt water, and does it generate and make bubbles, or is it just you? Hopefully not. No, okay. hopefully not. Okay, not supposed to bubble and stuff? No, no, no okay. just, yeah, just clean the water. Okay. It has a nice filter in there. No, but it does mm -hmm. when they get in it. Mm -hmm. Do you turn it on or do you just crawl in? Sometimes it'll turn on. The filter turns on six times a day. So if you're lucky, it'll turn on when you're in there because it makes it much more challenging. Moving water is not easy to tread through, especially yeah. when it's 40 degrees. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. So does, is that as cold as like an ice bath? Say you did have it a horse trough and you filled it with water and dropped a whole bunch of ice in it and crawled in it. Would it be equally? Assuming you filled up the ice bath with like 70 degree water and then you apply the ice, it would probably equal to about 40 degrees. But if you have a big block of ice um, and you have to break it, that water is colder than 40 mm -hmm. degrees. Um, but the differences in temperature don't really matter as much as far as the hormetic response. Once you get under 50 degrees, um, under 50 degrees, when you get that visceral shock, um, that extra 10 or 20 degrees doesn't really matter as far as the inflammation response. Now, does it matter more like if we were in Michigan versus being here in Florida? Assuming the water temperature is the same, yeah. no, it okay. doesn't matter. But what would matter is the amount of time you stay in. So like let's say your ice bath is, or your cold shower is only 50 degrees. You might want to stay in there an extra 3, 5, 10 minutes versus if it was 35 degrees. Okay. Um, you're not going to be able to spend as much time in the 35 versus the 50 degree water. I know that the coldest we ever been in was uh, it was in Greece oh, that was, in Athens that was in brutal. the summer. Of course, <laughs> <laughs> that water was that just was brutal. freezing yeah, in one the of the hotels there. Poseidon. Yeah, Hotel the Posidonia Hotel. Yep. That's right. Mm -hmm. yep. It was like oh, you know, I turn it on. It's like thinking okay, it's Greece, and it's like oh, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> so so there is also. What is cold for like us is different for other people. Mm -hmm. uh, and I know, and I want to bring in a little bit of cryotherapy because we've had clients that uh, actually teachers mm -hmm. that have gone to cryo and were able to do it easily, mm -hmm. but yet they still won't do a three, four minute cold shower in the morning. For sure. 
Why is that? So water is around 21 times more conductive than air. So when you get into cold water versus doing cryotherapy, it takes about two minutes to cool your body temperature down when you're in a cryo chamber. So like the first minute it's cold, but you're not viscerally shivering. When you get in cold water, the first second you're in there, it is an instant shock to your nervous system and your entire body. So um, you have to tread that the entire time. It's not, there's no waiting period of getting cold when you're in the water versus when you're in cryo. Um, Cause you can only stay in a cryo tank anywhere from two to three minutes. Okay. Cold water, you, the benefit starts around two or three minutes. So you can stay much longer in the cold water. In the cold water. And just, it, it sinks deeper into your system compared to cryotherapy. And I worked at a cryotherapy place for around a year before I started playing with the cold water. And I must say, it gets pretty easy to do to do cryotherapy once you start doing it every yeah. day. Cold water does not get yeah. much easier. No, I don't, I don't no, think it's uh, a, no. it sucks every yeah. morning no matter what, yeah. especially when we're in Georgia. Yeah. Uh, so cryotherapy, you shouldn't stay too long. Right? Yeah, because frostbite why. is a real issue with that. Okay, that's very interesting. And you keep uh, you repeated the word viscerally, mm -hmm. right, a couple of times. That means deeper, right, yes. into your organs. Yes, okay. it's a full experience, mind, body, spirit. Yeah. And also the other thing, say Ayurvedically speaking, because there are a lot of people who say the commodity Ayurveda will say, no, Ayurveda says don't do cold showers because it will disturb your vada or whatever, mm -hmm. whatever. Ah. I can even I can remember the guy who said Exactly, it, yes. exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, we won't mention names. Because I can't remember his name. That's the only reason why I won't mention Oh, okay, yeah. Well, <laughs> no problem. Yeah, he... Because he would trash us too. Yeah, oh, so, so the thing is cryotherapy, the cryotherapy machine has uh, the dry quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas the water has the wet quality. So in the water, you have the wet quality and the cold quality, which is a lot more uh, conducive to the vada bioenergy, mm -hmm. whereas the dry quality is what pisses vada off. Mm. So, and of course, too much cold. But, uh -huh. but if you have the cold quality, and the dry quality of the cryotherapy machine, that can throw vada if you do it too much mm -hmm. out of balance, if you don't work on keeping it balanced. Whereas the cold immersion, like in real cold water or cold shower or ice baths or whatever, is a lot more effective for the vada bioenergy without pissing it off. And I want to talk more about that, but let's take a break real quick and we'll get back into that in a second. Stay tuned. Do you like what you hear? The Spartan Mind Strength Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts and all other popular podcast destinations. Please subscribe today and consider leaving us a rating and review. It helps us spread the word and help others find our content. Don't forget to leave a comment and any questions you may have. Tim and V would love to hear from you. So pissing off Adam yeah. is where we left off mm -hmm. at. And I've seen a lot of Ayurveda commodity, Ayurveda mm -hmm. people saying that, uh, 
older people should never mm -hmm. do vada or never do cold showers because they're in their vada time of life. Exactly. But I also know older people that they swear by doing it. I remember also this one guy that uh, had a uh, ice bath in his place, and he was in his 90s. We looked at buying his property. That's uh, right, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And he had an ice bath and a sauna. Yeah. And he said every morning, and he was in his 90s, every morning I get up, I jump in that ice bath. I take an ice bath, I get up, and then I jump in the sauna, and then I jump right back in the ice bath. Mm -hmm. And I do that at night also, and I've been doing it for like 50 years. Wow. And he was in great shape. He was selling... He was in his 90s, and he was just getting ready to retire. Wow. Uh, so it was one of those, how can you say that older adults shouldn't because they're in their body time when I've seen people that do it? Yeah. I know that a lot of people jump, especially in Lake Michigan. Yeah. A lot of the older people will jump in uh, Lake Huron mm -hmm. in the middle of winter. And that would tell me that those people are, are should, shouldn't be doing that. Mm -hmm. So what happens is in Ayurveda, there is the misbelief that everything has to be in a very, very small steps, not to create shock mm -hmm. to somebody's body, mind, emotions, and all that. Let's keep it all, you know, relatively balanced. But what they forget is when Ayurveda was written and they were talking about the relative balance, they were experiencing a lot of extremes, right? Mm -hmm. And the goal was based on every extreme, let's do the opposite to bring things back into balance. Well, that opposite has to be extreme also, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they had learned to adapt. They, they were adapting to nature. Now, what we think our environment is, that's not truly nature. Right. Mm -hmm. So if we keep everything in a relative balance based on the artificial nature that we've created, that's not going to work. That doesn't strengthen us at all. And we keep giving it more and more comfort. Mm -hmm. Well, comfort has the soft quality, the static quality, the heavy quality. And then we need more and more comfort and we go completely out of balance in our natural way in the way nature intended for us, while staying fully into balance in our artificial mm -hmm. uh, environment. And, and there's one thing that the cold water does without fail every single time, and that's making you feel alive. Every time you get in that water, mm -hmm. you feel alive, you feel amazing, it reminds you that you're alive. And I think as we get older, it's important to do things that remind us that we're still alive, we're still kicking, and we still got breath in our lungs, and that you're also in control of how your body responds to mm -hmm. stress. I know that yeah. uh, I hate getting in the shower every morning, even here in Florida. Even in Florida, <laughs> I still hate it. I'm nice and warm. Yeah, and but, uh, but with that, yeah. I still do, and yeah. it starts the day off yeah. with uh, even though it's not a huge success, yeah. it's still a success it because is. it is uncomfortable yes. and we still do it every day. Yeah, voluntarily. Yep. <laughs> and, and I know that in law enforcement, we always said that uh, uh, the world actually took a shit. Uh, neighborhoods took a shit when the air conditioner was built. Yeah. Because everybody went from sitting on the porch to going inside and being comfortable. Yep. And nobody went back out on the porch. And if you're not sitting on the porch, you don't know the kids. You don't yes. know the neighbors. You don't talk to people. You lose your community mm -hmm. when you go into the house. You stop talking to people. And I know in, also in law enforcement, 
we lost the cops knowing everybody and talking and chatting because they didn't walk a beat anymore. Mm -hmm. They had cars, they got to roll up the windows, they turned the air conditioner on, and they didn't get out of the car. And that actually, I think, did a lot of damage to what a good cop does for a community versus what a good cop can do for the community if they don't get out of the car. Mm -hmm. There's a huge difference yes. in that. for sure. And I know that, uh, so walking, getting outside, yeah. so I, I want to jump into your stuff, getting in that cold water yep. uh, and freezing and doing it in a way that you can then go outside in the heat mm -hmm. because it, it creates a it's that, yeah, exactly. It's that dynamic balance of opposites, and you and you are you learn to adapt faster and faster. Mm -hmm. So that's why a lot of times they say do hot cold, hot cold, hot cold, even though it's not really that important mm -hmm. for a lot of people. It gives you that uh, quick adaptation. Yeah. So for in your case, say someone comes to do the cold tub, what is the ideal way for them to start? So the ideal way for them to do cold water therapy is to do it on a day they aren't exercising. Okay. Because when you exercise, you create low levels of inflammation. And that inflammation is actually good. Because we always hear the word inflammation, we think bad. Mm -hmm. um, and for most of the time, that's true if it's, if it's around all the time. But when you exercise, you create local inflammation that triggers to your body, hey, it's time to build muscle. Like there's some issues going on right here. So um, when you get into cold water, let's say immediately after a CrossFit workout or a very intense strength training workout, you basically shut down that inflammation. So what we tell our clients and members is to go, on, go in the cold tub on a day that you don't exercise. That's how you're going to get the most bang for your buck. And from a physiological standpoint, when you get into cold water, um, your body basically has to open up the blood vessels to bring more warmth and heat to the area, which is really good for the brain, and it's really mm -hmm. good for injuries. Um, so, um, like for an injury, for example, you might have... Um, oh. Sorry. Phone was going off, and but, Zach's um, phone just rang. <laughs> but um, yeah, let's say let's say you have a bad knee, for example, like an arthritic knee. Um, when when you have more blood flow, you could remove waste, which might be causing some of your issue, and it's also lowering the inflammation, which could have been caught, which could be causing some of the pain as well. So it's great for pain management. That's why they say ice, right? Uh -huh. ice there is. Yeah. yeah. So Absolutely. this is literally just icing the entire body, so you hit Exa everything. Exactly. That exactly. Assistance. Exactly. And on top of the pain reduction, it also builds so much mental resilience. Oh yeah. When you get in that cold water, the last thing you want to do is stay in the cold water. Mm -hmm. But you have to basically calm your nervous system down and basically tell your body, "I'm in control. This water is not going to make me get mm -hmm. out. I'm the one that's going to decide whether I want to get out or not." So you're literally controlling your body and your mind. Yes. By doing that. Exactly. Just by doing that, you literally take possession of who you are as a human mm -hmm. instead yeah. of who you might think you are. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's like a mental resistance training. Mm -hmm. For sure. Right? And, yeah. and, and the first time you go in is always the worst. But how you know, feel... <laughs> But how you feel afterwards yeah. is so motivating. Um, it feels like you got a full body massage. Like your whole body is just loose after that. 
almost as if you went into a hot tub, how you feel really yeah. loose afterwards. So literally they can uh, cut out massage therapy by going to your place. Exactly, and that's why we don't have a masseuse. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's a... Uh, well, it's also that experiencing the extreme, what you think is your own extreme and being able to overcome it. So what you totally resist, 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 you actually do it and then doesn't seem as bad anymore. Mm -hmm. So it, it's, uh, it's basically like your place is literally taking somebody and putting them in hell, but in a <laughs> controlled environment exactly. so that it's safe in yeah. hell. Because I know that uh, controlled environments, you know, you if you go outside and you do something, you can injure yourself. But if you do it in a controlled environment, you then learn how to do it better. So if you go outside and do it. For sure. For sure. Exactly. So is there... Which is one of our controlled environments. Yes. The number one podcast that we've ever done. Oh, really? Everybody yeah. listens to that It's one. control environment for uh, training. Yep. Do everything in a control environment. So actually, this is the true... Ayurvedic way. So when Ayurveda says you want to do things, you want to do small steps, it's actually not really not doing anything. It's not hardly doing anything, but doing it in a controlled environment. Because like you said, somebody goes, somebody watches Wim Hof, right? Mm -hmm. And they don't actually listen to the full, uh, how, he how he does it. And they go, oh, wow. I am on a, in a, I have a cold lake right by me. I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. And they have heart issues. They have all these things and they go do it and they hurt themselves. And then they say, well, cold water doesn't work. Cold water is going to kill you. Well, it's how you do it because mm -hmm. everyone is very different. For sure. Like if you're a smoker, I recommend quitting smoking and then doing cold water huh, therapy. That's because, very interesting. Yeah, because it, cold water is a shock to your body, especially your cardiovascular system. Mm -hmm. And the only way it would be dangerous is if you have pre-existing heart, heart disease or if perhaps if you're a smoker and you're unaware of low-level inflammation in your heart. But um, going in the sauna and then going into cold water has caused heart attacks before. So that's yeah. definitely a contraindication to be aware of. That's very interesting. Mm -hmm. That's why it's like uh, doing a uh, breath work. Yeah. Uh, I, ideally, you want to quit smoking first oh. and then start doing breath work. Or you want to do it in an extremely Control. controlled way, mm -hmm. which is going to make you want to quit smoking uh -huh. <laughs> and then continue with the breath work. Yeah. So anything else about Ayurveda and, and uh, cold showers? Cold yeah. Water. Go ahead. Okay, go ahead. it's a whole new. Uh, well, what uh, going back into the baby steps, right? That should we go on break first? Yes, okay, I we'll believe be right we back. should. <laughs> okay, <laughs> stay tuned. So you still want to talk? I still want to talk. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So going back onto what uh, we were discussing, the small steps, right? That, that you have to take action. You have to do something that I don't care how much makes you uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Because if you are not uncomfortable for a long enough time at the right level, you are not going to grow and you are not going to strengthen your vata by your energy, period. You are going to become lazier and lazier. 
So everyone is different. And that's what a lot of the commodity Ayurveda forgets, that everyone is different. They only put you in three categories. Exactly, <laughs> yes. They only put you in three categories and they only say you have these options. You're going to take these herbs, you're going to eat these plants, you're going to eat so many times a day, you're going to experience these seasons, and that's it. I know, uh, I know probably five dozen people that got the same herbs for all different types of things. Yes, mm -hmm. yeah. And, yeah. And lavender. And yeah. some of oh them are God. allergic to lavender. Exactly. And they still got it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but, uh, so that's, and that's what, what commodity Ayurveda forgets. But everyone is so different. We don't even know how the human mind works. Mm -hmm. So how do we claim that, okay, these are your options? So nothing is linear. They talk mm -hmm. like everything is linear and everything is one plane. So it's, everything is like quantum, right? Just like quantum physics says the same stuff that the Sankhya philosophy says, that's how we need to look at health. So Ayurveda will say, okay, all these electronics or all these toys mm -hmm. say that we are discussing, oh, you don't want that. That's not part of nature, mm -hmm. right? And they, that is so, so wrong. Especially if you can't get to nature. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. Because these toys, these plug-in things, mm -hmm. <laughs> plug-in Ayurvedic tools, mm -hmm. are the greatest opportunity for a lot of people to start strengthening their Vada bioenergy, and I keep mentioning Vada because that's it's the, the first that goes exactly. Out of you know, exactly. That made me think. So, in my training as a health coach, we tend to think that our food and our water and our exercise is what keeps us healthy. But in fact, we call that secondary food. What our primary food is is our job, our spirituality, our relationship to our community, our relationship to our families. And basically, the, the the spiritual growth of 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 your own specific path that is what feeds your soul primarily, and then all the other things come in secondary. And I, what you just said it made me made me mm -hmm. think about yeah. that. Exactly, because and that's why these toys are so awesome. Because when the person say doesn't have the energy to change their food, mm -hmm. right? The because it takes a lot of energy yeah. to mm -hmm. stop eating this and yeah. add this. It's so much easier yeah. to go to uh, uh, fast food. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and now it's yeah. they can't do that shift, but they can do the shift by going to your place. Exactly, mm -hmm. because also they are more in contact with what their environment offers. Say if their environment has those toys, mm -hmm. right? If mm -hmm. it offers them that ability. And then the support system, someone who's going to walk them through mm -hmm. how to do the cold. And, you know, say they are at home alone. They, no one is going to tell them, turn on the cold shower. Yeah. Say someone can keep telling them all the time. They can keep reading it on YouTube. They don't have the energy to make that shift. Mm -hmm. But they come there. They come to you and you say, let's go in the cold tub. And not together. Not together. <laughs> not together. <laughs> <laughs> then let's see. How long can you do? Let's start with your face. Let's start with the hands. Let's start with the feet. Let's move on to the whole body. And that's the support system that's part of their environment. For sure. So For sure. You, you offer that there, right? Totally. Yeah. Yeah.
So I'm here. I'm here for. I'm here for the community. Yeah. You know, because you actually you bring them in, you teach them how to use it, and you hang out with them for anywhere from three to ten sessions. Okay. As I want them to feel abundantly comfortable with all of our modalities. And how often do people then do the cold chip, cold water longer mm -hmm. because they know you're outside the door? Um, actually. A lot of people, a lot of people, there's, you go, you push yourself harder when people are watching you for sure. And the amount of people that come in every single day and do over 10 minutes is, I would say 60% of the people using the cold tub, which is unbelievable because I've never spent more than eight minutes because I've never had a support system <laughs> really there watching me, uh -huh. you know? Um, yeah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Sure. Say somebody wants to do it. You said ideally you don't want to <laughs> do it during the day that you do a hard workout, right? For sure. But say someone only has that one chunk mm -hmm. to do. Would they do it before or after the workout? I would say before because it depends. If your goal is muscle growth, definitely before. If you want, but... I mean, as far as longevity goes, you're just going to be, you're not going to recover from the workout um, as quickly as if you were, if you go in the ice tub immediately after the workout. So I've told people to go in before if they want to build muscle, but for longevity and just general easiness, when mm -hmm. you increase the heat of your body, it feels good to cool it off quickly. So everyone, again, is different and it everyone depends on their goals. Yeah, exactly. absolutely. absolutely. And there is like really no right or wrong across the board. It depends what you are, who you yeah. are and what you are trying yeah. to do. Mm -hmm. Okay, V, I gave you an opportunity for your last thing to say. Zach, do you have anything else you'd like to say? Yeah, but yeah. I always have to have the last word. So <laughs> yeah. <I'm not> <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, a little, a little fun fact about your body. Um, so maintaining body temperature is the most energy taxing Thing your your cells have to do so when you get into the cold water and you bring your body temperature down to 50 55 degrees the process of heating up your body back to 98 degrees is extremely energy taxing meaning you burn a lot of calories being cold so when you go in the cold water you can burn anywhere upwards of 600 calories just from that five minutes of being in the cold water so for your for your weight loss routine adding cold water could be extraordinarily beneficial for for maintaining your weight. Excellent. Yeah, and I, I know that uh, I've seen a video a while ago that says exactly what you just said, that you can lose over nine pounds a year just by doing cold shower yeah. Yeah. Uh, and nothing else. So just adding that is going to help people with their weight loss. Yeah. See, I had to have the last word because <laughs> I just watched the video. Uh, but I can bring in the brown fat go and ahead, the white fat. No, there's, yeah, yeah. Yep. we can discuss it in a different the, yep. episode. Otherwise, it starts a whole new thing. Okay. But yeah, that's right on what you were saying. Now with that, uh, I'm going to say night-night now, but first, please tell them how to get a hold of you. Yes, yes. Instagram is the best way to get a hold of me. Biohack Zach. That's B-I-O-H-A-C-K-Z-A-C-K. Um, I don't think I could get a hold of you that way. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, if you want to get to me by email, it's Zach at biohackstudios.com. Awesome. And all that information will be in the show yep. notes. And your studio is in... 1010 Central, downtown St. Pete. Yes, yes, St. Petersburg, Florida. Not Russia. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Yes. Until next time, much, much love from all of us. Namaste Kala. May we all be well, adapt, and thrive.
If you found today's show helpful, please give us a rating, a review, or both. And subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode. As always, namaste kala, which in Greek means, may we all be well. This program, Copyright True Fitness Incorporated, all rights reserved.